Hello again and welcome to another episode of Falls on Love. I am Nicole Falls and today I have with me an author who is um, new to me reading um, but I fell in love with her stuff immediately and I think I started in the wrong place but that's fine because it doesn't matter where you start as long as you go back and you finish. Um, I met her Oh, met, I use uh, that term loosely, um, via Twitter. I actually think that I was introduced to her tweets via another author who was just on the show a couple weeks ago, um, D.L. White. Probably, um, yeah. And so um, I'm pretty sure that like I saw Dom tweeting her stuff and I was, or retweeting, you know what I meant, her stuff. And I was like, oh, this lady is funny and smart. So I'm gonna follow her. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the show, Tasha L. Harrison. Oh, you didn't forget the L. Yes. It's just like <laughs> I always have to remind people because like, there's another Tasha Harrison out there. Mm, but you have to say the whole thing, you know, like a pimp named Slickback. Yeah, it's like Wheezy F baby, please say the baby. You know, please say the baby. <laughs> I mean, otherwise I'd be confused with uh some white romance author that writes like really sweet romance with Ooh, like hand holdy. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, why do we don't want to be confused with her? We don't want we don't want that confusion to happen at all. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna just <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. I'm gonna uh, jump right in. Question number one is: So why did you decide to write romance? Right? You could have written literary fiction. You could have written crime novels. You could have written um, glass making polar bears who um, are in a rivalry with winemaking kangaroos, but instead you wrote romance. Why? Uh, one, I can still write, write all of those things mm-hmm. if they be romance. But, um, I'm, I'm gonna say something really trite and cliche, probably something everybody else has said. It didn't <laughs> choose to write it. It just fucking happened. Yeah. Um, I call myself trying to be, you know, literary and write all these really serious stories. And yeah, and I, I was cut, cutting out all the sexy parts and I was like, you know what? This shit ain't interesting without the sexy parts. <laughs> Don't leave it in. And I was like, you know, I went through this phase where I didn't want anybody to read it cause you know, I had all that filth in there and then I don't know, something happened. I was just like, what, you know, it's in there. You know what happened? I gave it to my mom to read and she said nothing about the filth and she asked me when the next book was coming. So. Hey, mom's stamp of approval is always a good thing. I still refuse to let my mother read my books. Um, And she brings that up every chance I let her. Why? I mean, does she read? Was she read your time? My mom mom was not a huge reader to begin with. Hmm. Um, So uh, I just feel like it would be weird. (laughs) I mean, it can get weird. It can get weird sometimes. Like sometimes she'll, she'll, like when she was just reading my last book, she was sending like basically like a live stream of messages like oh my god i can't believe this oh my god i love this character i want love like this i'm like ma'am you need to calm down (laughs) (laughs) that's cute though i love that so much that she's like so invested in it yeah she's like my number one fan she she uh no lie my mom my mom she made me feel okay about it so now if she's okay i'm okay she like it i love it that's what's up. That's super dope. All right. So the next question um, is actually two questions, but I tell people they can choose which one they'd like to answer. Um, and I usually preface this by saying that if you have a good memory, you'll want to answer the first one. But if your memory is like mine and Dory from Finding Nemo, you'll probably want to answer the second one. 
So the first question is, oh, what was the first romance novel you read and how did it make you feel? Um, or what is the last romance novel you read that made you want to open up something new and start writing? Okay, I'm going to answer both of these questions. I want to answer right. both. I love when people do this. So I'm with it. Okay, so the first romance, the very, very first romance was Danielle Steele's Star. And I remember absolutely nothing about this book. There were horses involved and there was a ranch. And I don't know what the story was about, but I was like 12, okay? okay. So it probably had a horse on the cover and I was like, okay, this is like Black Beauty, <laughs> but it's not Black Beauty. And then after that, I pretty much ravaged my mom's like uh, romance collection that she used to keep under her bed. <laughs> <laughs> but then the very first room, and I can't even say this is a romance. It's really, it's kind of YA, but it's risky. It was Omar Tyree's Black Girl. Oh, yeah. And that was the first time that, well, you know, because I grew up kind of moving around a lot. My, my stepfather was in the military and okay. we lived pretty much everywhere. So it was the first time that I had been number one in a place, cause we just moved to South Jersey. I've been in a place where, you know, there was more of me around. Mm -hmm. And then to read a story where there were people who looked like me that had the same interests that talked the same way and that sort of thing. So that is the most memorable. And I don't really know if that's a romance. I can't, I can't, I can't really safely qualify that as a romance. There's some romantic moments. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not a romance. Um, the last book that I read that made me want to open up a doc and start my own was probably, shit, now I don't know if I got the girl's name. Uh, shit. Um, why did my brain just, uh, Danielle is her first name. Alan? Yes. Disasters and Dating, Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> That one I love was, that so much. Like, yes, I was like, well, you know what? I said I have like a deep interest in what dating online is like for Black women because I've been married for fourteen years. So it's like I don't know anything about this life and that whole like getting a I, like I have friends that are single, so I get little tidbits from them. But it was yeah. different. Uh, most of the friends that I have that are on dating sites are white friends, so it's kind of different. Like I don't know what that vibe is for Black women. So oh, that was yeah. like kind of my first. Inside. It's a wholly different experience. <laughs> <laughs> this is the impression I'm getting. <laughs> this is the impression I'm getting. So I was just like, yes. I was like, I need to do some more research. Like, I'm about to just like start asking every single black woman I know, are you on a dating site? Please tell me all your information. I want to know about all your shitty dates. I mean, <laughs> <it's awesome. laughs> you know. So that was the first one that made me feel like I was like, yeah, I think I, there might be something here. So I've got a doc open kind of collecting notes. Not sure what it's gonna be yet, but yeah. So that was nice. the last one. Yeah, I love I love that little series so much. I um I was like in Danielle's inbox um after reading it immediately, like chewing her out. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> why are you there in the business? I was like, so <laughs> you just gonna end this right here? That's I gotta wait a whole month for the rest of the, the the conclusion to come. I don't, I don't really. I'm not appreciating you right now. Like she's just laughing at me. She's like, "You're funny." I'm like, "But I'm serious, girl." Like, real. <laughs> I, I need to know what's going on with Charles because that was my dude. That was my dude. Girl, that Charles. All right. 
So um, the last question in this segment is, what is one theme or trope in romance that you haven't written yet, but you want to? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I want to write a virgin hero. Ooh. I don't know why. Because the, it's the, like, the idea, yes, it's like there's, it's so, it's so, it's not something not even a mainstream romance that's written about a lot. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I just kind of feel like it's like, what would happen? And I like, I don't want it to be like May December or anything like yeah. that, like a, a older woman cougar situation. Like I want them to be the same age. And why he never had sex before? But I haven't figured out his story yet. Like, what is his mm -hmm. reason for being? a virgin mm -hmm. in the 30s. So I haven't figured that out yet. So when I figure it out, I will write it. But that's the one. Oh, girl, CC me on that when you write that. <laughs> I was like, no, because like train a child up in the way he should go. It's like once you get that one, like if he's perfect in every other way, and then you can teach him how to have sex, girl. Look, it's perfect. The prototype. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's, I mean, like I literally thought, I was like, what is it? What is it? I, like, I already have one for a, a virgin heroine, which is easy, you know? Right. I, feel, I feel like women remain virgins longer for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. But like a dude being a virgin into his 30s, it's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, you like, know? it's like, are you some crazy weirdo freak? Like, because like, most it, people are like, like, are you religious? Like, yeah, like, are you a freak? Is your dick really small? What is it? <laughs> I have questions. They need answers. Oh man, yeah, I would, I would so be into reading it. Yeah, that's that's the one. One day. Well, you know, whenever that day comes, my little one-click finger, she is ready. She's right here, perched. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Warmed so now, <clears throat> now we're gonna move on to the this or that segment. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just random ass questions. They don't have anything to do with romance or writing or anything of that nature. Um, and if your answer is your answer and you say what you said, we can just move on. But if you'd like to explain your answer in some way, please feel free. Okay. All right. So uh, the first one is pork bacon or turkey bacon? Pork bacon. That turkey bacon is not bacon. That is just some pressed meat into a, a like leftover bits of turkey pressed into a shape that looks like bacon that's not bacon <laughs> it's just i knew you would give me a good answer out the gate with that so that's why i said i'll be perfectly honest I, I like just, when, people, when people say turkey bacon or pork bacon i'm like you only one of those things you said was bacon give me that <laughs> give me the bacon a six <laughs> the real kind <laughs> all right um this is just some of these questions get weird and i just i'm like okay um i like weird questions because i just pick them from like random websites or whatever um so um hairdo or hat girl hat yeah hat. See, i don't even like my hair look I, I, my hair is so short i grow my hair out i like your shortcut though I will cut it off in a heartbeat and everybody gets so upset every time I cut my hair and I'm just like, whatever, I don't care. Anything that doesn't take me more than two minutes is my ideal. I hate hair. Yes. Like if, if, I, if I could have somebody living in with me to do my hair like Oprah, you know, like once I get the Oprah status and I can just wake up and take my headscarf off and then, you know, 
Susan and them come in and do things. <laughs> Man. Then that I will grow my hair out. But unless and until that happens, Tasha's gonna keep her hair cut short because I look, I, I ain't got I do not have the range. I don't have the time to go on YouTube to find hairstyles. I don't like to spend a whole lot of time in the salon. In fact, that makes me ragey. It feels like wasted time. So yes, short forever. Preaching. I die. To the choir. <laughs> Straight up, like all of that. I'm like, yes, me also too, as well. Subscribed, pre-ordered. Yes, I'm there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, movie theater or arcade? Uh, right. It's a hard one. <laughs> because if you give me an arcade, I will stay at that fucking Pac-Man station. <laughs> that Pac-Man game all night. And probably, yeah, I still want to say movies, though. Because, you know, stories. Stories. I, I will always go to the movies. Even if it's a shitty movie, I got something from it. I learned something. <clears throat> uh, zoo or aquarium? See, I'm, I'm measuring the Atlanta Aquarium and like, I like the aquarium, but I hate going to the aquarium because it's always fucking crowded. So I'm going to say zoo. <laughs> All right. I want to do three more. Um, <laughs> these are fun. <laughs> Fireplace <laughs> or fire pit? Fire pit because fire pit to me implies that you're living in a place where it's warm enough outside to get a little bit chilly, but you still can stay outside if you put a fire around. Fireplace right. implies that it's cold and you need to put a fire in your house to keep warm. No me gusto. No fires inside. Fires outside. Yes. I support this. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I'm running now though. Uh, okay, I guess this is fun or cute or whatever. Store-bought gifts or handmade gifts? Just gifts in general. I don't I don't get a lot of gifts. So if someone makes me a gift, I'm probably gonna be really excited about that just because they thought about me long enough to create something. Mm -hmm. But if they gave me a gift that they bought, it still would be amazing because mama don't get gifts. All right, and my last one is, um, <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me. Travel by train or travel by bus? Train. I have a horrible bus story. You want to hear it? Here it goes. <laughs> I was getting out of uh, AIT I was, uh, after I joined the army. I was in, uh, AIT is like the secondary training you go to. Uh, it was in Alabama, Redstone Arsenal, which is in Huntsville. Okay. I need to get back to Philly. Okay. I drank up some of my money the night before, so I couldn't <laughs> afford the train ticket. And when I say some, I mean like $120 of drinks and food. So when it came time for me to go and buy my train ticket, I was like, ooh, so the bank account's a little light. Maybe I'll just take the bus. So I look on, online and saw that the bus ticket was, you know, like 90-some dollars. Well, I can do that. It was a two-day bus ride. Oh my God. Two fucking days. Didn't say the shit in the, on, online. Took me all the way up to goddamn Illinois, Chicago, wherever, and then over to Philly. I was in the same so place. Brought you all the way over here and then took Girl. you 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, there were. There, we we went past. Um, well, you know, if you've ever traveled Greyhound, this is this is how the convicts get home as well. So you can just imagine how many <laughs> correctional facilities. Oh we've my had. gosh, so many. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Girl, I got back there when I got to Philly. I was like, never again in life am I getting on another bus. Never another Greyhound bus ever in life. I was like, I smell like two day shit. It's like it's a man that's sitting across from me licking his tongue at me for five hours. Oh no. It was horrible. And yes, so always train. Always. Oh man, I so I used to like take the mega bus up to Milwaukee to visit my friends. Oh my god, that sounds horrible to me, and I don't know why. Whenever somebody so, tells me about it, I'm just like, why, why, would you, why would you do that to yourself? It's so, cheap, and and it makes me think that the type of people who are going to be on there might be the kind that got picked up by the Greyhound in the middle of America. Yo, so the craziest shit was like, it was like it was stupid cheap, and it's a ninety minute drive, so whatever. Um, and, uh, but I used to always say that I was going to like write a book called Tales from the Megabus because I would just have the most random shit happen to me. Like the one day we were on it, we were driving up and there was this young girl sitting next to me, um, like across the aisle. So she sees this couple that's maybe like half the bus length in front of us and they have a baby. So all of a sudden I just hear this girl being like, excuse me, excuse me, lady with the baby, lady with the baby, lady with the baby, excuse me, excuse me, lady with the baby, lady with the baby, excuse me. And so she does that for like two, three minutes. The woman finally turns to her to respond. And all she said was, your baby cute. No, she didn't. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) Like, girl, what are we doing here? I had something similar happen when, uh, just recently when I went to New Orleans. We were on the trolley. You know, you just ride the trolley mm-hmm. into the Garden District or whatever. And these kids were on the butt on there in the front, and they, I guess they got in a little argument, whatever. And one of them walked to the back of the trolley, and the little girl was up in the front just calling his name the whole ride. Oh no! It was like twenty minutes. He's like Jalen, Jalen. I'm like, oh my god! Like, he doesn't want to talk to you. Be quiet. <laughs> Shut up, girl. Please, for your sake and ours. Because I might murder you if you keep going. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh, <laughs> that bus thing, man. Oh no, a mess, a true, true mess. All right. So now we have reached a segment where I allegedly shut up and the floor is yours. Um, You can choose to talk about whatever you'd like to talk about. So you can talk about past projects, present projects, future projects. Um, If you had a really good turkey sandwich today, you could talk about that. I don't know. Whatever you'd like to talk about, the floor is now yours, Sasha. I didn't have a good turkey sandwich. I did, however, have a good steak salad. So shout out to the steak salad. But... um, uh, I guess I, I probably should talk about the truth of things, but I feel like everybody pretty much knows about that. Um, so I probably should talk about the Lust Diaries because that is where that story sprung from. Ava is uh, the main character of the Lust Diaries' best friend, who's Eve Santiago. She's Afro-Latino. Um, and in that series, I kind of tackle what happens when 
you are in an abusive relationship and you just, it's just, you want to stop messing with the dude, but you just can't, you keep trying to move on, but he keeps pulling you back in. And it's not so much that he's manipulating you, it's just that you just can't say no. And then once she finally does have like, you know, that ultimate breakup, how does that affect like how she experiences relationships with men going forward? And Eve's is a mess. She's a complete hua and I love her. She's like, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's so like my most love and hated character. Okay. I gotta like, go I look her. and read her because she is a trip <clears throat> in the truth of things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jeez. I just took a sip of water. My God. Rolt <laughs> is killing me, but she's just a trip, like as the friend. So I know her story has to be a ride. Yeah, she she. I, I credit her for being the one to make me really take this writing thing serious. Because she, it was like having a devil sitting on your shoulders. Like she literally just perched on my nightstand for nights on end. Like, when are you gonna write this book, bitch? I got things I want to say. I was like, okay, fine, I'll write the book, but I don't really know how to do this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it took some time. And then she kept having things to say and it went on for, you know, the, um, hopefully I'm, I'm gonna start the fourth book towards the end of next month. And hopefully that'll be the last book in the series so I can leave these hoes alone. <laughs> but, I mean, that's really up to her. If she don't wanna shut up, I'll just, I guess I'll just write another one. But I also want to be make sure that I'm not wearing out the character. I feel like if I can make everything that she wants to happen happen in this last book, she'll finally shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> I was going to ask you that actually when you just said uh, begrudgingly that you know if you have to write more, you will write more. <laughs> um, so this is a problem that I and you know because everything always comes back to me um but this is a problem that I've been like kind of struggling I guess with um mm -hmm. with knowing that I want to write about more people that are connected to a series that I said I was done with <laughs> no, this is what you can do that's what I did with Ava I was like I'm done writing about you Eve. I don't want to talk to you anymore and Ava has like a really compelling story can I can I talk to her for a minute and she was like fine but it can't be part of my series so I just made another one yeah which Ava and Levi girl mm. look mm. I don't even know where he came I from okay? listen I, I wherever he came from I'm thankful I don't even <laughs> see it for police officers in that way but I was like officer I, I mean, arrest me <laughs> I was like, who needs a cavity search? I have done the crime. I have. <laughs> it was me. It was me in, 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 the, in the dining room with a candlestick. Right. In the parlor with the rope. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> like every time, like, this is ridiculous. I don't know if other authors do this, but like every time, like what, right now I'm in the middle of right, revising the second part of their story. And every time I read a part with him in it, I'm just like, why, why are you so fucking dreamy? Like what, where did you come from? I'm like awaiting the day. And this is gonna sound really terrible to anybody who listens to this and reads my work, but I'm awaiting the day that I write a hero that makes me want to be like, well, damn, where you at in real life? 
Like, not to say that the dudes that I've written have, you know, not been up to snuff because they've been pretty, you know, pretty decent dudes. But I'm waiting for the one that kind of like comes out of nowhere and like has me like, well, shit. Well, where did you come from? Who this? Who this? Who you? Papa, who this, man? (laughs) Uh, I mean, I felt like that about Elijah because I was like, I will never, ever write an interracial romance. Like, I don't get it. Like, intercultural romances? Yes. Like, Blacks and Latinos, that sort of thing. But I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I could write a white hero. And here come his ass. And... He's like preppy and like blonde hair, and that, but every time I read him too, I'm just like, mm, why? Why are you so dreamy? <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, like when I started writing this story for Ava, I was like, what if I can't write another hero like that? And yeah, so it turned out okay, I guess it was fine. Listen, that, <laughs> that Levi, I'm just saying, you know. I felt like put me you up know on the most wanted list, okay? Please help me. <laughs> I got a warrant. <laughs> um, and I think that, you know, like when I read him, he just feels so sweet and easy. And I think that because everything else in the story is so hard, that what was going on between them had to be sweet and easy. Yeah, you know? he was a soft place to land. Yes. Whew. So. That's pretty much all I got. So yeah, The Lust Diaries. Go back and read that, you guys. You're not going to be sorry. Even if you don't read interracial romance, you'll like him because he ain't, I mean, I wouldn't write no white dude that ain't quote unquote woke, which I'm starting to hate that word, along with diversity and diverse mm. and uh, sensitivity readers. Like mm. the, I feel, t- look, see, now that we're on this topic, you <laughs> pulled me into some Twitter shit. Okay, so like, you gonna take it? You So listen, I got pulled into some Twitter shit. You understand me? Somebody <laughs> dropped that link to that tweet off in my view and then I had no choice but to engage with it because I'm me and so <laughs> and then when I saw it I had no choice you saw what I did so is this what I'm doing today yeah. is this really yeah well I guess this is it this is it I'm gonna do this today fuck it we're going live we're going, this is what we're doing it's coming in hot just get ready you know <laughs> and, I'm just, and everybody's like she's a troll I don't give a fuck it's not for her it's for everybody that's sitting on the sidelines at this point that whenever I get into it like, oh don't waste your time on them they're not worth it I'm not doing it for this chunk I'm doing it for everybody that's sitting on the sidelines and watching if, you on the, on, if you're on the fence about whether or not what, what you're doing and what you're thinking is racist if you read my tweets and you'd be like oh yeah well, when she puts it like that, then, oh, my God, yeah, that's really racist. Then I've done my job. That's it. And the thing was, is that I don't even think that woman was necessarily a troll. I think that she was telling the honest to God's truth. And I didn't think that it was anybody's job to convince her to do anything other than what she was doing. She stick can do to the rivers and lakes you know she was used to. This is my thing. You can stick to the rivers and lakes you're used to, but don't go over here polluting some shit. That you know right. Say, that's that's where she, she fucked up. She could have just kept like, that's she could have just, that's, yep, kept she shouldn't have never engaged. She should have never engaged because we didn't need to know her thoughts and opinions and viewpoints. Like we honestly didn't. The world was and a better place where so she would just shut the fuck up. Every tweet she kept up. Look, if more people just shut the fuck up. Girl, Twitter would be nice. Twitter would be fun again. Remember we used it to go on Twitter, fun. we used to talk 
about dirty shit and oh just my gosh, be, and just be ridiculous. Oh yes, Twitter used to be so fun pre-Trump, like pre-campaign. Like, oh God, I miss it. It used yeah. to be so fun. That's now it's like every time I go on there, it's like rage, rage, rage. Yep. Uh, it's, all, it's all tears, disappointment, and lies. Yep, which is why I just stepped back from the shit a whole lot. <laughs> I mean, last year, I, last year I was I, I stepped back a lot. Yeah, and then I was like, well, it's a new year. Maybe I should try to you know engage my Twitter followers again and look and at look. Nope. <laughs> look at you're like, and ten days into the new year, we're going. <laughs> Let's just double back and not do that, okay? <laughs> Oh, shoot. Well, Tasha, thank you so much for your time this evening. This has been fun, hilarious, a good time, um, which I told somebody earlier, I was like, oh, I'm not feeling well. Like, I kind of want to cancel, but uh, I think this is going to be fun, so I'm going to keep going. <laughs> no, so listen, I go, but I think this is going to be a fun time, so I'm going to keep it going, whether or not I'm, like, stuffed up and sounding crazy. Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, I just think it's going to be a fun time. She was like, you need to cancel and you need to get well. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, I got I got a long weekend to get well. <laughs> and I, so after this, you just go get the hot toddy. I made the good decision. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this was fun. I'm I'm glad I'm glad we hooked up. Yeah. But, um I never know how to wrap this thing up. So bye, people. Um I just